Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to Mental Health Casual. I'm your host, Lucky, and today we are on. Uh, what, what what would you say? It's like uh, I'm a <laughs> I'm an undisclosed location. I'm actually uh, house sitting for a friend right now, so uh, I don't know if the acoustics sound any differently or anything like that. But I am using the same headphone mic, so it shouldn't feel it shouldn't sound too bad. Anyway, uh, we're going to be going over to the alcoholism subreddit. But before we get into that. Uh, if any of you guys are new here, first off, welcome. This is basically what I do. I just go to different uh, subreddits that have anything to do with mental health and try and give some generalized advice and learn something new, but I'm by no means a professional, so feel free to take it, take my advice, that is, <laughs> with a grain of salt or apply it to your life however you see fit. So yeah, today, uh, is that, it was actually really interesting. So I woke up this morning um, house-sitting, so I'm in another house, and you know, I have to say, well... First off, this little dog next to me uh, is chilling and uh, probably made it feel a lot more at home. But uh, yeah, usually I have a really hard time sleeping at different places. But uh, I do have to say, man, I was really uh, pleasantly surprised. Uh, I think it's just uh, this is my friend who I usually go over to for the UFC fights and stuff. And I wanted to bring up, well, I was going to go to the addiction subreddit, but I feel, figure I haven't been to the alcoholism subreddit for a little bit so i wanted to do that but it was interesting so he's got a um he's got a pack of cigarettes up um near the counter and i was trying to think like i was you know i was like you know do i i was wondering if i wanted one and i for people that don't know so i i mainly struggled with alcohol and marijuana usage those were the two main things um but I did smoke cigarettes for a little bit. It it was pretty much only whenever I would go out and drink. Like, that was the only time where I really wanted to smoke a cigarette. Um, but I never really had too much of a problem with it. And I've been debating on whether or not to, you know, get into cigars. There's, like, a pretty big cigar culture in here uh, in, in Texas. But I think it's, like, in general uh, for most places. And I thought I might try and get into it, but I'm still trying to debate on it. I'm, I'm, I really don't want to go spiraling down into another addiction cycle. So, um, so yeah, I kind of have that, uh, I'm kind of thinking very carefully about that. I don't want to, uh, make any big moves. And so I've been trying to figure out like, is this my addiction? Um, trying to rear its head into another, form you know that that was kind of where i was i was at so i decided not to um not to do it and uh yeah i decided to kind of figure out um what i want to prioritize because i i'm trying to figure out what i should um because I, I know empirically that um that marijuana did not work alcohol did not work i did not uh, those ones were were the were the main culprits for me, um, but yeah, I'm still trying to figure out if cigars work. I have I have uh, smoked cigars before, and they didn't. You know, it wasn't like anything ridiculous or anything. Just kind of like a soothing sensation. But I also wonder if this is my brain because you know I wonder like, well, I mean, why can't I have a soothe? Why can't I be able to soothe myself myself down with meditation with um, you know, certain things like that. So it's definitely an interesting uh, time right now. And I think it's it's just because I've been so behind on all my projects that I'm starting to get like this. So if I had to assume, it would probably be, be it'd probably be me trying to cope with things and um, 
not wanting to uh, confront them. So, uh, yeah, I'm trying to confront those things before I make any big decisions. But, yeah, let's go over to the alcoholism subreddit. Uh, and, yeah, let's do this. Uh, first, po- uh, first post here is titled, Mindful Drinking Was Meh and Insidious. So I'm back. And, oh, my God, this is a really weird... Oh, these, these acronyms are killing me, dude. I W N D W Y T. What what does that mean? Um, whatever. Uh, good morning, y'all. For the fa- for the last 100 days, I've been quote unquote mindfully drinking. After about 45 days completely sober, for the last 55 days, I would have a drink maybe one to two times a week, and that was fine. But I didn't enjoy it. It seemed pointless to me. I would still feel like crap, and after I, uh, after and I felt nothing from either of those drinks. So I found being mindful to be extremely easy, as I have found sobriety to be more enjoyable. Starting today, I'm ready to go back to being completely sober. I liked myself more. I liked how I managed my days more. I liked how I treated others more. I just liked everything about life more. And even with mindful drinking, I could still feel the negative long-term effects of alcohol. Um, once again, I have no idea what this. Um, what this, let me see here. What the heck is, uh, I will not be drinking along. Wait, no. What, what is I, I W N D this is, this is literal, uh, I guess that has something to do with alcohol. Oh, common in R stop drinking of sobriety. It stands for, I will not drink with you. I will not drink. With, oh, wow. I've never heard of this acronym. So. Now you guys all know IWNDWYT is I will not drink with you. Wait, what, what is the T at? Oh, today. I will not drink with you today. Okay, cool. Um, so I would imagine that mindful drinking is a lot like mindful eating where you drink and you're mindful of it. Like you, you, you remember uh, the, the idea is you're supposed to... Uh, feel the sensations of it instead of just blindly, you know, chugging beers or uh, trying to get to the end point, which is usually being drunk. Um, but I think that uh, it can have a problem. Now, this person says they drank one to two times a week. Now, that could, you know, that could be fine. Um, you know, that's that that's not a huge amount. But once again, it's only if it starts to get in the way of things in your life. So if you're drinking one to two times a week, but you are a binge drinker, um, that is a good way for uh, to ruin your liver. And especially if you're if you're a young woman, we've talked about this many times. So I'm just going to briefly bring it up. Uh, women are more susceptible to the long term effects of alcohol with less alcohol consumption. So you always want to remember that. Uh, whenever, if you are a lady out there, um, um, but you know, if you're not feeling the effects, like, uh, sorry, if you're not, uh, if you're not benefiting from the mindfulness and you're still getting the negatives, then I I'm, I'm with this person 100%. Um, by the way, I, I don't, I don't mind. I, I think that's cool. If you can mindfully drink, I am not one of those people. I am. Uh, like a vacuum when it comes to anything that is addictive. So, you know, I always have to be very, uh, what would you say? I have to always be very careful with um, what I do. Um, and so I've, I've, I would imagine this would also be like a lot like intuitive eating, right? Where you're, 
you listen to your body and but the only problem is if your body is all messed up uh due to eating like crap for so many years like mine is uh then you're just gonna want to eat more and more crap as you go along so uh, yeah, it's very it's very interesting. Uh, I've never really heard of mindful drinking, if I'm being completely honest with you. But I'm very uh, very thankful that this person is figuring out what works for them. Um, listen, there are some people who can simply cut back their alcohol consumption. Like maybe they are just drinking in a large like if they're in a large group, they just tend to drink together, do that kind of stuff. Then you know, no worries. You you do what you got to do. Um, but if there is somebody who can drink by themselves and drink a lot and it's not just cra in a big crowd, then you definitely want to consider um, stopping and figuring out how to get off alcohol. Obviously, you probably want a med medical professional because alcohol is one of the only drugs that I know of that can kill you or, you know, give you severe withdrawals um, if you do quit. So anyway, let's go over to the next post here. It says, how often are bad feelings like anger or sadness your main trigger? What do you do when you're sitting at home with nothing to do except ruminate on an argument you've had with your significant other and all you want to do is drink to get it off your mind? Well, this is why we talk about um, whenever we get sober, uh, we need something else to fill up the void, fill up the, the time that has been taken up usually by drinking. Um, you need to – and another thing is uh, you also have to develop coping skills that um, – that you can use instead of drinking beer or, you know, drinking in general, right? Um, if you don't have any coping skills, you're going to want to automatically go back to the thing that was helping you cope in the first place, which in this, in this, uh, in, sorry, I'm trying to remember exactly. <laughs> I, my, my, uh, dude, I've, I've been having the last couple of days I've been having the, uh, what, what was the word? It was, uh, inspire it was it was on my, my my most recent uh mental health casual youtube video and i i was it looked like such a weird word you know when you you look at a word and it's a, and it, it you know you spelled it right but you're like is that even a word you know and it, a word like inspire right and i was like dude i don't know why my brain is just not fully comprehending that this is the right way to spell this word like it's ridiculous um but yeah anyway that's exactly what happened to my brain right now um, but you know, getting off of that. Um, so the reason why you want something, uh, to replace the, the alcohol is because, or to replace the void. So this is where your purpose comes in. As long as you have some type of purpose, when you're bored, you'll probably be thinking about your purpose, right? You feel like you, you're meeting, uh, your own expectations. You're able to, uh, continue to, um, you know, go forward. Whereas if you're aimless, then you'll aimlessly want to go back to alcohol. Um, and same thing with coping skills, as I said before. So coping skill could be during the argument if before, you know, so you don't blow up on each other, uh, taking a break, uh, coming back to the argument a little bit later to, uh, to talk about it when, you know, you caught your breath for a second, you know, cause I, I like I said, uh, like I've said before, I, I think it was on the anger subreddit. Like a lot of people, want to just like when they're when they're in the middle of their anger they just want to go after whoever it is that they're angry at but i just have to say it, it's just not a great idea it's really never a great idea to be completely honest with you so um uh but in this case i would try and do 
any so if you have to play video games if you have to do something else to keep you or if you just want to go drive go for a drive and maybe uh maybe walk around the mall okay just anything to keep you yourself occupied doesn't really matter at this point um if you are an addict just making sure that you don't go back to that substance is enough at least from in in my humble opinion i'm sure there are some uh some people who would argue that oh yeah you you definitely want to get into you know like i said before the coping mechanism stuff but you're already so deep into it um that if you get to that point you should start figuring out well what can i do to kind of cope you know some people like to read some people like to play video like for me i happen to play video games when i'm just completely lost um uh also maybe going on a youtube rabbit hole for a second you know trying to uh, i've been in this youtube rabbit hole of just complete acapella groups uh in particular uh home free and voice play just oh my god dude those bassists are so ridiculous um but yeah you know i i think something like that would would help you out just to get just to make sure make sure your mind is preoccupied for a second that way you can take a breather so to speak uh, let's go to the next post here. Drinking doesn't make me feel good anymore. I'm craving to drink because I'm craving to be happy. As I remember, I always get when I drink. When I uh, drink, a few weeks ago I drank again and it felt good to be happy. I don't allow myself to drink more than once a week. I know I'm pathetic. A few days ago I drank again, but it didn't make me happy. I wasn't happy. I didn't like how it tasted. I was worried about my credit card being able to pay for it, and I was in a panic attack the entire evening. Now what? I'm craving for something that doesn't exist anymore. What am I supposed to do? It feels horrible, and there's nothing I can do but suffer quietly. Good night, if anyone reads this. Um, yeah, so this is one of the biggest problems with the argument that alcohol makes you happy, right? Alcohol is a natural uh, depressant. It can, I, I, I think it's more accurate to say that the events that are surrounding alcohol consumption are the things that make you happy. Um Sure, you feel like giddy and all this kind of stuff, but usually towards the end of the night is when the secrets start to come out, the the things that you're dwelling on start to come. Uh, sorry, the things that you're dwelling on seem to come out. Um, that's where you really have to. Uh, th- that that's when you know the real the real alcohol really starts to show its face. When you know, especially when you're drunk. Um, I think it's important for us to to acknowledge this now i don't mind you know people who drink alcohol once again i'm not trying to make non-addicts quit i'm trying to make addicts quit um and if you're still decide to drink something despite the fact it doesn't feel good and this is i this is what i'm trying to figure out right i'm still i'm still on this uh this you know comment that i got from one of my youtube videos right the difference between a a compulsion and an addiction and i'm i'm really struggling to walk that line cuz what i read right is that an addiction has a reward to it right you're trying to always go for the reward but what happens when the reward isn't rewarding anymore what happens if you feel bad like this and you still continue to drink is that a compulsion or is that an addiction i don't really know but either way um you know instead of getting hung up on the semantics i know that it's probably best if you do um Quit now. I do want to be devil's. I, I do want to play devil's advocate here for a second. Could be that since you were going through all this, it just maybe didn't taste. It just didn't taste the same. Uh, I'm not completely sure, but you want to try and figure out uh, your priorities here, right? 
Um, it seems like you you have to, or it seems like you have a pretty good, con- uh, what would you say, like a control on this whole thing, meaning you're no, you don't allow yourself to drink more than once a week. That's cool. By the way, don't you're not pathetic for that. It doesn't doesn't matter. You're you're fine. Um, but in terms of drinking, even though it because for one thing, drinking is pretty expensive unless you buy a six pack and bring it home or something like that. Uh, you know that six pack could be the same and usually is it's roughly around the same amount that you have to pay at a bar right like six to eight dollars a beer for a pint is ridiculous by the way uh, i just want to let everybody know that if you guys are still drinking out there um don't like you know get get if i were you and you actually wanted to get drunk uh drinking shots is the way to go um but yeah either way it's just absolutely ridiculous to to me how much they charge for for beer sometimes um but yeah, and this is this is the problem, right? After a while, um, you know, when I was drinking, it started feeling really bad. Um, I couldn't drink without getting blacked out drunk because I, I didn't have that off switch. So I was always getting blacked out drunk and uh, I wasn't stopping, even though this was causing things like injuries. I would, you know, worst injury that I ever had was I, I uh, fractured an ankle uh, not fractured an ankle. I, I guess I, I sprained an ankle um, going off a uh, curb. That was probably one of the worst things that I've ever done. Um, also, I guess if you want to know the rest of that story, I ended up pissing myself on the same time and losing a shoe. So, yeah, and I still decided to drink. I think that was, there was a whole year after that that I kept drinking. So, yep, uh, I can definitely tell you that drinking was not great for me. So, um you know, I, I think for each person to each their own in terms of recovery. But if you are a true addict, then sobriety is the only way for you to uh, take your life back. So anyway, let's go to the next post here. So far, so good. I'm closing in on 48 hours of sobriety. Congratulations. And I feel a lot better than I did two days ago. I made a doctor's appointment to see if I can safely handle the withdrawals. Friday night was pretty bad, but not as bad as a month and a half ago. The worst of it was barely being able to focus, couldn't properly read simple sentences. I also found an AA meeting for tomorrow evening that I'm going to attend. I'm nervous to see what they'll what they're actually like, as I've never been to one of these before. I'm not going to get too ahead of myself, but I'm eager to see what this week will bring. Fantastic. Uh, as I always say, if you are going to quit alcohol, you definitely want to talk to a doctor or medical professional uh, before quitting um, to see if you can handle handle withdrawals or um, if you need any help. Uh, any assistance getting through the alcohol withdrawals. Um, but yeah, man, listen, I, 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 as I said, I never went to AA. Um, if I went to AA now, I think it would be uh, at least, you know, at least from what I've heard from Dr. Drew and a couple other people, I, I usually, once you are through with the steps or you're through, you know, you, you have sobriety. Um, it's not that great to go back to meetings because you know you can kind of get sucked up into some of that behavior um so i'm still debating on it um i'd like to eventually be like a try and i don't, I don't know if they they do this but like be a speaker for a, a meeting or a, or a place that needs a speaker about sobriety or anything like that um but yeah, you know, I think it's I, I think it's really uh, important because AA, AA in particular is very important because it gives people a community to go to uh, of people struggling just like you. And, you know, people who have never been through addiction 
by the way, this is not me trying to alienate those people, say they don't, they, oh, they, they'll never understand. Um, it is a different feeling, though, when you are addicted. I will say that. It is very different. Um, I think the closest thing that I can get to is uh, food addiction, right? It, like when you're just shoveling food and you don't even know why. Like, why am I shoveling? Why am I even eating this right now? Like, what's going on here? Um, it's very... You know, and once again, this is the the idea of like compulsion versus addiction. I think I'm kind of I'm kind of like done trying to play semantics here. I'm kind of put them both into a uh, both kind of I put them both kind of into a uh, a box, so to speak. Um, and because even with addiction, right, you still need to um, work on the behaviors that lead you to those to to that addiction. Um, meaning, right, finding your purpose, uh, dealing with addiction, that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, congratulations to this person for for taking those first steps. Because as I say, the first step is always the most difficult. Um, now, granted, there are other very difficult steps that go along with that as well. But the first step, you know, just just looking up at a imagine this right you're going to climb mount everest and you look at mount everest and you're like oh heck no i am not about to do this like look at how long is that going to take me right so in your head you're coming up with all the excuses of why you should not do this well it's going to take me forever it's going to do this it's going to do that um and you know i i think it's really uh important to just the first step can be as uncalculated as you want it to be. Um, I always, that's what I always say, right? Now, I, that's probably not going to be every scenario, but at least for me, I've always been, all right, take the first step. Okay, I'm here. Now I can start thinking about things. Because if I if I even start, begin thinking about things at the first step, dude, I overanalyze everything. Like everything gets to overanalyze. I start thinking about the you know i start thinking about the logistics of what this first step's going to mean to the rest of my life uh instead of actually like taking that first step you know knowing the fact that i really need to take that first step so anyway guys uh i gotta go pick up some food because <laughs> i am hungry i've been fasting for a little while so uh i'll be in san jose in a couple of days so i'll be still doing the daily um podcast and everything um and i will be bringing my headset instead of my other mic just so that i don't um ruin everybody's ears with that terrible quality um i don't know why it's just the acoustics are terrible uh whenever i go go over to san jose but anyway guys remember uh, i will have a link to the alcoholism subreddit in the description box down below i also if you'd like to email us at uh, you can email me excuse me at mentalhealthcasual at gmail.com and don't forget you can check out all things casual at the link tree in the description box down below i think that did that in a different order than i usually do maybe it's just because i'm hungry hmm well anyway guys remember to keep it casual <laughs>